For this spooky edition of the Dragon Party. Welcome Ooh. to the Halloween party, except it's not Halloween yet. <laughs> hey, we're, maybe we're... you're listening to this on Halloween. Exactly. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's you could be up. listening. Well, come on in for the party. I'm your host for this party, Brett Brandis. Joining me, it's going to be my co-host. Eric, tell him your name. My name is Eric. Uh, yeah, we were just saying this before. I feel like it's been a while because we kind of doubled up on one and then it was a couple weeks because there's crazy stuff happening. Uh, apologies to the listeners. Yeah, this might happen more frequently. You've heard my saga of my life. It's gotten busy. Unfortunately, I'm working full time and going to class full time. It's a thing that I have to do as an adult, I guess now. So (laughs) it might, it might be every other week, but we'll. Well, we released episodes. We still want to do this. It's just, it's tough to do it weekly. Yeah. And I, I definitely feel you. That's, that's, I've been there. It just sucks because you're just like, I could finally, ah, re- oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You home, get home. You're I like, home. great. I'm home. Now I have to do stuff now. Yeah. Like, like you're doing homework on your lunch break and you're just like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's rough, but it's, it's working. Um, but we're back at the party finally. So, uh, what you going to be drinking on this one? So I'm going to be drinking. So, I have complained about the lack of like dark seasonal beers before, um, but there is True. there is a light at the end of the uh, <laughs> IPA tunnel, so to speak, in Dallas. There's this uh, Lakewood Brewing has these like these uh, temptress lines of beers. These are and you know what? It, uh, caveat to that is coming up is winter. I feel like if you're gonna find the darker seasonal, it, it's winter. I mean, th- we're coming. We're going to be going into the season for that. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, so far we've only had this podcast in spring and summers, of course. So we're not going to find any anything dark exactly. seasonally. This, play, this is an Imperial Milk Stout. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I'm going to drink this. It's going to be good. Well, exciting news on my front. This is officially my last, if you've heard, I mean, yeah, it's been this long, guys, because last time, if you remember, I was on a diet. It has been 30 days. I haven't drank for over a month now. And on this podcast, I'm going to break the seal. This is going to be my coming back to life beer. Uh, I've lost 11 pounds. Good good (laughs) on the diet. I know. It's like insane in a month. That's a lot for a month, right? Like over like a couple months, it's like, damn, like that's good. You'd good job over a month. It's like, dude. Calm the fuck down. Right. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) it gets to the point where it's just like, is everything okay? Yeah, like, are you sure it's like not something else? You're going not trading for a marathon or something. No, it, it <laughs> turns like, out when you eat so stupid healthy and are not allowed to eat anything else, pounds just fall off. So right. yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, I'm, I know you heard it here first. When it's you stop a, drinking and yeah, you stop right, I haven't like had crap. a drink. I have had no junk food. I've had. I haven't even had like normal food that you think of yeah i haven't had any of that that sounds awful <laughs> it I'll, is keep, I'll keep my 11 pounds thank you very much. i i would recommend you keep 11 pounds if you yeah. now if you had to lose it yeah fine, guys fine. no but 
I was so happy to. So today we went shopping for my beers, for my comeback to, to the podcast party. And I found such a good one for this. I'm so excited. I'm like back on track of like, I'm nailing this every time. All right. So we're at, we're in the midnight hunt. So I brought a beer called Directions to See a Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's probably the most perfect one, I think, that you've uh, you brought up. This I I just like saw that and I was like, that is so perfect. Now, not only that, this thing sounds incredible, by the way. This is a red wine and bourbon barrel fermented Baltic porter with Sangiovese grapes. I know what some of those words mean. Yeah, I don't know what the grapes are, no. but like a red wine and bourbon barreled porter sounds like it's going to be some yeah. like a very flavorful beer. Uh, maybe not the best thing to be like your first beer in like over a month. But... <laughs> you just got to dive right in. Yeah, I, 12%. Yeah, dive right in. Holy hell. I'm going to be floored. Too you know, like those, special. if you haven't drank for a month, like. The first be like, I'm probably going to be pretty, pretty. Who knows what's going to happen at the end of this? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Buckle up. Buckle up, baby. Party's going off the rails, baby. Because uh, we are into the Midnight Hunt reviews. Now, today, uh, we, we change it up each uh, season, it seems like. Just kind of feeling out what we want to do. Today, we, we wanted to do all the commanders. Uh, they're all two color and single color. So it'll be relatively easy to, to push through them. So we wanted to just get it out there. And there's a couple really exciting ones for definitely the community. So we wanted to just go over all the new legendaries that you could possibly be see uh, playing out there uh, when you get back to it. Because now Paper Magic's picking up a bit, right? So I, I would imagine yeah. Commander is probably picking back up too. And for this set to be the set people are coming back to, I'd expect you might be seeing more of these than you would otherwise because it's like the set people are going to be coming back to life with yeah they, i think wizards announced something that they might be doing in like vegas or something so they're like oh yeah that's right yeah uh let's let's begin by going over the set in general we got to talk about the mechanics that are going to pop up like every five seconds because it's you know, the legendaries are what push the mechanics, right? It's like yeah. they introduce a mechanic, but the general cars just like include the word. Like they'll just be like, oh, and then this mechanic pops up and you're like, oh, okay. But the commanders usually, or the legendaries rather, push these to the extreme. Like they're going to trigger on every time something happens, mechanic time. Oh. So let's let's go over some of these. The first one is probably going to be the most lackluster it's in black for the most part this is decay they solved your token problem they did solve my token i do like this i will say i do like the decay uh mechanic right. so decayed basically means that and it's it could be on any creature let's say that it's it's generally it's not it's generally always on a 2-2 zombie token but the decayed mechanic just means two things the creature can't block, and it's on a creature only. These are all creature mechanics. Uh, I think especially for this one. It's only on a creature, as you'll see it. The creature will not be able to block, and when it attacks, you have to sacrifice it at the end of combat. So it only survives, like, a single time. It can attack once, and it can't block. And, and it can't ever block. But it can be used as sack fodder, which is so powerful in Commander. I know this more than anyone I know. 
yeah. I'm yeah, very the, good at sacrificing things. I'm very good at it. Yeah, the uh, I think this is really a good um, kind of middle ground, I think, for creature tokens. Because, like, honestly, I the most it. annoying part about creature tokens are... Like, especially if you can make them at instant speed, it's like, it doesn't matter what creature I have. Like, I need you to be attacking with, like, a crater hoof behemoth, so I'm like, killing you with, like, yeah, 500 damage. Or, over. like, I need to have unblockable or flying. It just creates this... The fact that these tokens exist out in the world kind of creates this thing. Like, well, unless it's... Tension. Unless it's a 50-50 with flying and shroud and unblockable, it's just going to be blocked by a 1-1 sapperling or a plant token or something. Right. But this is just like, ah, I can't block, so I might as well attack. It kind of makes aggro uh, strategies a little like, eh, you, like, you still get all the upside if you're an aggro. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like these tokens. A lot of times with this mechanic, what you're going to see, too, is it's it's super good at reanimating different creatures from other people's graveyards. But it'll give them decayed as like, a, but we're not going to make it that good. The thing is, in Commander, a lot of the triggers are enter and death triggers. Yeah. So these tokens are still getting those incredibly powerful triggers, even if it's a weak creature type. Like, even if it's got to, yeah, I don't care that I can't block. I just got, like, the enter the battlefield, draw four, and leave the battlefield, deal ten. Like, I, I don't need the, <laughs> who yeah, cares you, about combat? You'd want it to be sacrificed. <laughs> yeah, right. So I, I think there's going to be really cool things that end up happening with Decayed, actually. Uh, there's some cool. really powerful legendaries that uh, include it including the uh you know what we should talk about i I didn't even include them but the the pre-con commanders we should go over uh in the end okay we won't do a full deck reviews of them uh but we should go over their maybe their head guys i'm thinking okay yeah yeah, i don't know because there's also the we'll see how long this episode yeah we'll see how long we get but but i will uh, spoil that uh the black blue one has the decayed mechanic and it's it's incredibly strong i'll tell you what that black blue guy is is pretty strong from the pre-con. Can uh can we just talk about it real quick? Yeah. I know we're in the middle of this. But there's there isn't like a werewolf <laughs> pre-con. That is odd. I do agree with you. Wait, yeah, why are why isn't there but we will get there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll a, cover you. We'll cover a, you. We'll co- we got you. Yeah, I'm just we got I'm just you. That is you're you are right. You're not wrong about that. Yeah, it's in true. Because the- right, shouldn't it be werewolves and zombies? Like they, they did the zombie one. Yeah, <laughs> and then the next set should be a, a vampire, vampire one, and, and, like and I bet you they will have a vampire one. Yeah, like a vampires and humans one. Yeah, that's what it should have been. Innistrad is like essentially four tribes, everybody. Yeah. So it's like humans slash angels. They're kind but of. But I guess they did thing. the humans this time, right? Yeah, they did the humans and zombies yeah. this time. I'm assuming they're going to do vampires and werewolves next. So time. maybe okay, there you go. So maybe werewolves will be in the next one. That's that's what we're gonna. Yeah, you know what? I'll shall call it now. It probably will be right. There's there's enough hunger for that crap. Um, moving on to the next mechanic that we got to cover is Disturbed. Disturbed is pretty sweet. Uh, they'll, every card will have a Disturbed cost on the front. And when it's in the graveyard, you can then cast it for its Disturbed cost. So it's very flashback in that way. Yeah. And what it's going to do is transform it. When you pay its Disturbed cost, it's going to transform into, and these are all on creatures for the most part. Maybe not. It might not uh, be. I think I, for the most part, they are. For the ones we're going to talk about, it's that they're only... Yeah, uh, for the ones we are, but I don't know if that's true for all of them. Anyway, when it's disturbed, it will flip. It'll transform and enter the battlefield on its backside, and it will always have the statement then, when that card dies, you'll exile it. So it won't go to the graveyard, so you can just always disturb it back out. Right. It'll exile once it's in its disturbed form. 
this is one of those mechanics that's like weirdly bad on commanders because like you can't it's an interesting one yeah it's a creature flashback yeah it's creature flashback is what it is so in general i guess it'd be pretty strong but i don't think there's many cards from the set with disturb there's one commander we'll talk about and i don't think there's many cards that are like must-haves in commander you know with the disturb mechanic so i don't think it'll come up it'll be it's cool like if you want to do if there's like cards that say like oh when a card is exiled from your graveyard or something it's just another way of doing that and you know it's it's good value there's one like cool commander we'll talk about later but you really only like it for its backside so it's like but it's kind of hard you have to play it for its front side first because you can't like have it discard your hands tricks um so just a point of note um how commander tax works it's only works casting it or only applies the command when you cast zone. it from the command zone so if your commander with disturb dies goes to the graveyard then you uh cast it or use a disturb cost to cast it then it dies again gets exiled you can exile from the command zone and it will only count once towards the commander tax yeah every time it's in the graveyard you will only ever have to pay its disturbed cost right which is pretty cool i mean there's only one of them <laughs> <laughs> that exists but it, that is it's cool for that commander because cool. yeah, yeah. it seems fun to play with but it's gotta be a long game and the, the card's not impactful we'll get to him the last one is something we saw in the first innistrad with werewolves but they changed how they're gonna function not not all the werewolves from back before but going forwards it seems they have this day and night mechanic and holy confusion this okay. thing is kind of a mess Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you explain day and night. Okay, all right. Let's just, uh, let me describe day and night. Now, here's the one question I have, because I actually don't know, because I haven't played with them. I believe if any card that says the word daybound is played, does it become day, or does it have to state that it becomes day? So I believe, yeah, I think the, the day-night cycle starts when any card... Reference with day bound yeah day bound. i think i think that's correct that, that uh, is, we'll have to look that up that's but. correct because there are some cards that specifically says like oh if it's not day or night it becomes day but they say that because it they don't have day bound on them okay so cards that have day bound will begin the cycle Start, if there's the no cycle yet cycle. good right good point of clarification because honestly that's the most confusing part it doesn't say that on the card you just have to randomly assume this, I guess. Like, because yeah. it doesn't start the game as day or night. It never does. It's only when a card is introduced that introduces the mechanic that it will somehow be there day. all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. Almost like the uh, the monarch, right? It has to be introduced by a card, but it's way simpler, right? It yeah. just introduces monarch there. The monarch's there. And there was another <laughs> There was another um, mechanic in Ixalan. Was yeah, it like ascend. ascended? So you yeah. have, you have the city's blessing. Like it's kind of works yep. like that, where it's like, okay, doesn't matter if the day bound card leaves the battlefield. It's the day night cycle still needs to be like kept track of, which is super. See, the, the ascend one was also easier to manage because every card that referenced city's blessing in the entire set that needed something to have to do with the city's blessing had the word ascend on it. They all had it. Yeah. So with this set, like you mentioned, not every day night card is day bound night bound. Some of them just randomly introduce day night. Yeah. So not all we... of them are day night day bound night bound. Now right. the tricky thing with day bound night bound is going to be should, when should it's we, should day. we explain 
Oh, you're, it's, is that what just your, yeah, yeah. Doing? When it's day, what's going to happen is it starts as day. Great. The only way to switch to night is if no one, if, if the active player, whosever turn it is, does not cast a spell and it's day, it will then flip to night during into the next person's turn. Right. <laughs> so the next person will start in night. The way to, that it flips back is if that active player, whatever active player is going, and we have to specify active player now. It doesn't have to be two spells are cast. It is two spells that the active player casts. Right. So whoever's turn it is, sorcery speed, casts two spells during their turn at any time. That doesn't have to be sorcery speed. Just it tracks how many spells they casted. Then it'll flip back to day transitioning turns again right so basically if it's your turn whoever's turn it is gets to decide if if it flips from day to night or from night to day yeah they're the only ones Um, that matter and now the interesting part about this day bound night bound thing is is that if it is nighttime these day bound night town they only have a casting cost on their day bound side you'll cast that cost because it only has that one cost but it will enter the battlefield as it's night bound side, if it is night when you cast it, right, which is why you need to keep track of it. Even so, like the I play whole my, game long, I play my night or my day bound werewolf. It becomes day. Brett kills it, and then uh, it seems slightly exhausting to have to track that the whole game. I don't know a, if it is, but it seems annoying. In online, I bet it's super easy because because it's going to switch it itself. It's going to yeah, keep track. It's, it. it's going to keep track. Of it. For a commander game, that seems so annoying. This like one gonna... guy plays a daybound thing, and you're constantly tracking it the rest of the game. It's like and, oh and how many times are you like, I have my instant speed draw spell slash removal. I'm just going to wait, and you're just going to like, you're going to be like, I have something to do, but I'm just not going to cast it on my turn because that's just how you play. And there's going to be so many like weird arguments, but like, no, 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 you cast at the end of his turn. So <laughs> it doesn't flip, but it flips on your turn. And oh my God, it's going to, uh, it just doesn't sound fun. Like it's, there's only the werewolf deck that's going to care about it, but guess what? It's going to be so freaking popular. I, I'm not even going to be able to handle this. Oh yeah. And there, there's like one card in the set where I'm like, mm, this, this it's all, there's some decks that will want to play this outside, like just by itself. Speaking Um, of which, we're going to get started with the commanders because the first ones we're going to talk about are going to be guaranteed. There's there's one more. There's one more mechanic. What's the the other mechanic? Coven. Oh, Coven. Yes, that's true. Uh, This is such a crap mechanic. Okay. Yeah, there's a reason why it it (laughs) It totally passed this by. Yeah, and it's funny because one of the pre cons is a Coven. It's a whole uh, pre-con. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have a decayed deck and a, pre- and a coven deck, which mm-hmm. begs the question, like you said, probably the other pre-cons are going to be a daybound <laughs> and, right. and, and possibly a disturbed. Possibly a disturbed, maybe. Oh my God. Yeah, just might be, be like, spirits. It, it, might be, it might be spirits and werewolves. It's going to be spirits and vampires. They're just not going to do a way. They're like, <laughs> you have one. <laughs> oh my God. As soon God. as you said spirits, I was like, that's. You're so right. You're so right. Yeah, right. It's gonna be. Yeah. Oh my God. We call calling our shots now, guys. That are gonna ignore werewolves. They're just gonna, they're You're gonna so make... right. It's gonna be spirits and vampires. We're calling it now. We're calling it now. Uh, oh my God. That so was hilarious. Coven is basically all that matters is that you have three creatures with different powers. Now, to be fair, not not too hard in commander. Easy. 
That's super easy. The problem is the Covenant abilities are pretty crap, right? I haven't seen any good ones. And honestly, I mean, man, you need three creatures. to Like, if you're really counting on that, you're building your deck with a lot of creatures, I guess, and mm-hmm. a lot of different paths. I don't know. It, it could be cool. It's just that's not a very fun deck in Commander. We can promise you that. But we'll go over that more later. But let's start with what we're going to see 99 times out of 100 out of the set. <laughs> They did finally listen to you guys a little bit, right? We have werewolf commanders now. Like, good werewolf finally, commanders. Yeah. Let's start with probably going to be the more popular one, I'd imagine. This is Tovalor, Dire Overlord. One red-green for a human werewolf 3-3. Whenever a wolf or a werewolf you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. Again, something that we've noticed with the mo- every powerful commander there is is they will say somewhere on the card draw right one of <laughs> so there you, go. there you go at the beginning of your upkeep if you control three or more wolves and or werewolves it becomes knight so he can force knight just by having werewolves that's insane which is then crazy. transform any number of human werewolves you control that's also a huge statement because that helps out the werewolves from the previous sets that you fill your werewolf deck with. Right, yeah. All all the werewolves, I believe, from original Innistrad were human werewolf types. Most of them, yeah. There's a couple that aren't. They were just like normal. Wolves. Like... Yeah, there's also a lot of wolves, right? But they don't transform. But... They don't transform. Yeah, I think for the most part... Most yeah, there, there was probably were a couple that were yeah. human werewolves. But they did that so that you can transform most of your things. Uh, it's backside, so it's knight bound side. If it is, happens to be knight already, when you cast him for his casting cost of one red green, again he doesn't have an alternate casting cost for the knight bound side. You cast him for the day bound. It it is a four four now, and whenever a wolf or werewolf you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. That should sound familiar. It's because it's the same exact <laughs> statement. Wait, so what? Literally, he just went from a three three to four four. Has the same static effect. Now we can't transform your wolves because it's already night. So nightbound things should already enter at nightbound. Unfortunately, your humans from before, your previous Innistrad ones, will enter as their human side. It they'll uh, it has its own clause of like okay, at this point, just any person can't cast a spell and they'll flip. Um, this guy will have to flip back into day and then transform him again. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of really annoying. Transform. People love this crap, though. Yeah. Um, but he I, also has yeah. uh, Kessig Wolfrun's text on him. He's got a uh, activated ability of X Red Green. Target Wolf or Werewolf, except uh, Kessig Wolfrun's any creature. This targets specifically Wolf or Werewolves. Will get plus X plus O and trample until end of turn. I like that you don't have to tap it. Doesn't so have you... to tap him too, so he can do. He can give everyone trample for Red Green. Yeah. So you can just if someone if someone's big, you can just do Red Green X is zero. Give it trample. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this, I, I really like this. It kind of having an ability like its first line of text on both sides, where if it, if a creature deals damage to a player, draw a card, it's like, it's boring, but it's really, really nice because that means you don't have to dedicate a whole lot of spots to like, yeah, because you're going to fill this with a bunch of werewolves, right? And not all of them are very good. (laughs) Most of them actually are pretty bad. And there's going to be somebody that you can chump attack because there's going to be like, oh, I I have my sack engine. It's a one, one viscerous here. I don't want to block with that. So like, okay, I'm just going to draw a card now. And you can just dedicate those slots, like protecting, uh, Tovalar. Tovalar. 
Yeah, I, he's going to be so so popular, right? I, this oh, has yeah. got to be the most built out of this. I ha- I have to imagine. Oh right? yeah, it has to be. It's the first legitimate werewolf. Yeah, it's going to be built so much. You're going to see these running around every. Imagine as many times as you see precons, you'll see this guy, which is crazy considering it's in the main set. You know what I mean? Like that right. that rarely ever happens. It happens with like happened with like Golos, for instance. Like you're going to see him as much as you saw Golos. Uh, because he's basically a precon in and of himself. Like people love uh, werewolves. So one much. and uh, speaking of like cool things you can do with them, um, it says any number of human werewolves to control. Yeah. Guess what card uh, exists out there that can turn any card into a human werewolf? But mask with nexus. Yeah, that that's going to be a really weird because it transforms them though. Like. So, yeah, a- yeah. There's card. only a few cards that can transform that that you'll be wanting right. to though. Yeah. Exactly, but like you have a random, I don't know, just like another I random. I love that transform. angle. I do agree with you. I love that angle. I think that's hilarious. Um, yeah. And you could, I, I can't. What's like the best well, thing you can think of to transform? Like there's a not thing in the. No, you can't do thing in the ice. It's got to be red green. Well, but that's the thing you can do is you put this in a 99 and like a five color deck. It, yeah. Just for this. It, it, the first ability is good enough just to put in the 99 on a, on a creature. <laughs> so deck. you're looking at him th- going like, mm, my tribal tribal might be able to. <laughs> <laughs> I, all right, I'm just going to cut all the changelings, put transform uh, cards. In. Oh but, my uh, God. I, yeah. it's, it's not, it's cool at least. <laughs> I love that. I love that you said that. I think that that is the most interesting thing I've ever heard, but yeah, mm-hmm. it might take a while to get to something like that level of, uh, intricacy. Yeah. We, we need a lot more transforming things for that to matter. But I agree with you. There is, it, yeah, it, cool it's super things. cool. And also, Mass with Nexus helps all the random sapperling tokens or whatever to turn them into wolves and werewolves. I, I think for the most part, why these kinds of decks annoy me so much too is oh, they're going to be the exact, there's no difference. There's gonna, they're going to be 95% the same cards. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that bothers me. Like, I'm never going to build that. I don't care that much about werewolves. I have them all, but I don't want to play a deck with just all them werewolves. This is this is the classic thing where the your first time you play against or like you're gonna have like someone like someone in our playgroup will build it and it'll be like oh this this is cool but yeah. then you go to uh, like a some magic event your local thing and somebody else has uh, the same deck and it's you're just like look. oh I know exactly it, what's in your deck I just can't wait for the time like oh my when it's gonna all break down right is when two people at the table are playing Tovalor and they're playing the same deck right I'm just gonna be like this is like so boring like this is why we made Commander is for this not to happen. Right, right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like there should never be two identical decks, and that just is going to be. Now there is another option, though. If you don't want to go full that, but you're still interested in that theming, is I think there's another way better option for you. Oh, I guess it can't, she can't be a commander, can she? I don't think Arlen Cord has that tax. I, I yeah, was no, she can't. I actually initially thought I thought she was. I really did too. I thought she was a creature on her one side. She is not. Okay. She is a planeswalker. Yeah, planeswalker. She, she turns, she turns into, into a, a wolf. But didn't didn't one of our or I I felt like a gruel planeswalker. So we had that can be your like commander. Um, I don't know. Yeah. All right. We'll skip over. But there's another werewolf uh, legendary. But she's a planeswalker. So maybe if that format that Oathbreaker was terrible, don't bring that back. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll skip over her for now. Um, we'll move on. We're going to go to the Is It 
uh, realm here. They brought us one Is It Commander. Now, I've been looking for an Is It Commander for a while. Something I realized when I was delving through just like the entire pile of Is It Commanders, they're not that interesting. <laughs> I went through them all and I'm like, there's spell slingers and then there's nothing. Like, I'm, there's nothing else going on in there. And I really want there to be. Let's see how it does here. Uh, I don't think uh, I'm not going to get my hopes up. <laughs> one blue red for a one two human wizard. Uh, this has the text, like we mentioned before. If it's neither day or night, it becomes day. So he introduces the mechanic, even though he's no, not day bound or night bound. Instant and sorcery spells you cast cost X less to cast, where X is Vadric's power. So it'll start off at the traditional one discount. Mm-hmm. Whenever day becomes night or night becomes day, you put a 1-1 one, one counter on Vadric. So theoretically, he'll get bigger and bigger each time it flips. Hopefully it's flipping a whole bunch. He'll get pretty huge and your spells cost nearly nothing. He's more interesting, at least, but once again, that's Spellslinger. That's just straight up, like, yeah, you might as well make... play Mizzix if yeah, you're going to would... be competitive. Uh, this guy's, say... I think this guy's more interesting than Mizzix. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah, I, I think so, because it's like, it at least poses some interesting questions. Like, it allows your opponents to kind of be a little bit involved in it, instead of yeah. just being like, I cast three spells, now forever. All my spells. Also, if you're the one playing this deck, man, it's up to you to keep track of day-night. Like, <laughs> it is so on you. Because no one can... Like, you're going to be playing a deck, probably, right, that only this guy cares. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're playing any other cards in your deck that care about day-night in blue-red. I mean, I guess no. there's some red cards. You might play some werewolves that are nightbound. Yeah, there, 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 there's one card that, uh, when we talk about the regular cards, that I'm going to bring up. Some, like, really cares. powerful, yeah, like, nightbound red cards. I imagine yeah. there is, right? And you'll probably be playing him. But besides that, like, one card in your there's deck... There's, like, yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. People are going to be pissed at you if you're not the one keeping track of it. Because exactly. like, it's up to it's you, like, oh, man, you introduced this crap, and now we have to like pay attention to it. Like, <laughs> right? It it'll be interesting to see how good this is because, like, okay, I play this becomes day. Like, I think it'll be rather good, actually. Uh, you know, yeah. It 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 super depends on how often that it flops, right? That that's. Yeah. That's the thing. How often does day become night? But if on a turn cycle, you flip it twice, it comes back to you. If this guy's a three power and all your spells are discounted by three, it, that's going to be really powerful. Yeah, like you, you got to think that you are always going to try to change the flip cycle. Regardless. Right. You're going to play really, yeah, high costed instance, right? And then like you're going to hope it's day. By the time it comes to your turn, you're just going to say, pass, bam, it becomes night. It becomes you flip. Night. You put a counter on him. This guy's huge. Like, honestly, it, I think this deck could be really strong. Yeah, and the 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 thing about the double spelling in one turn, like, people do this just by accident all the time because yeah. all the time... And it's not just double, right? It's double or higher. It's or two higher. plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, not like, it's not like it only casted two spells. It's No, even if it cast seven, it's going right. to flip back to day. Because people have, like choke their decks with these two mana mana rocks or whatever. So how many times have you been like, okay, I'm going to play my Celestia Signet and then I'm going to cast my commander. It's like, okay, I flip it. They're like, oh, I forgot that I don't really think of my Signet as like a spell, but like, 
Going that. along with that, I will say, I think you did call it on that. I mean, it, it was kind of like a duh kind of card, but the uh, the monologue tax, which is the, you get a treasure every time someone casts two spells in a turn. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at it going like, eh, how off? The thing is, in Commander, enchantments are impossible to remove that just right. sit there, especially ones that you're like, oh, but we could play around it. And like, what's it really doing? Just giving him mana. That thing is incredible. Like, once it just sits there for long enough, even if you are not getting the treasure every turn, if you're getting it every other turn, it's insane. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like, what, like you you think about it, and it's just like, it. you could obviously compare it to uh, Smothering Tide. Smothering it's just, Tide. It's just which not is, that. It's not Smothering Tide. It's yes, not Smothering but Tide. It's just almost just as good. Like, but it yeah, really like, is you surprisingly get, good. Yeah, you get like two treasures per turn cycle, and it's that's... Insane. It's so insane. good. Yeah, I, I feel like like Smothering Tide's that card now that is a must kill. So I think people are well enough aware that they're gonna remove it. I think the monologue tax is still just like, nah, like, nah, we could for the most part just kind of yeah. play around it. Like we Which, don't need to kill it. It's just almost better. <laughs> it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it really is. It yeah. ends up being better. It could get it could almost get as many treasures <laughs> because right. it just sits there. It just sits At, on average, it might get as many treasures. And that, yeah, like just like that, this could creep up on people. We're just like, oh, okay, I'm well, I really want to cast a second spell, or I really need to get this on board. And all of a sudden, I, I, I think this guy's actually pretty neat. I think I would rather play with this guy than I would the werewolves, especially playing around with if I wanted to play around with day night. I think this guy's way cooler angle. And if they print more cards in blue and red that care about it, that'd be pretty interesting. I think this guy's cool. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the next one I'm excited about, though. This guy's just sweet. Slogurk, the Overslime. The Overslime. The Overslime. <laughs> one green and a blue uh, for a 3-3 three, three ooze. Also, ooze is the most incredible type. Everyone knows. Everyone knows this. one of the best types in the game of Magic. I'm obsessed yeah. with oozes. I just love all oozes. Okay? I can't, you can't, can't knock you, oozes. You can't. Try, Try it. And you ahead. can't. You can't. You're wrong. False. See, you guys didn't say anything. We can't hear you. (laughs) Whatever you said was wrong. Say it to your screen, because we're not listening. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's a 3-3 ooze with trample. Whenever a land card is put into your graveyard from anywhere, so it sounds very much like Gitrog Monster, Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to put a 1-1 counter on Slogurk the Overslime. So instead of drawing a card, uh, when, and you can remove three one-one counters from Slogurk and return it to your hand, bounce it to hand. So, kind of neat. You don't really see that often. Cool. A way to kind of save himself, which is rare in Commander. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we hope uh, hold on to indestructible creatures, but we have ways to exile and stuff. Bouncing to your hand is very hard to stop. You 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 like can't do it, and this doesn't require any mana. I mean, like sure you have to. Yeah, it doesn't. Right, it just requires that you have three counters on him, which yeah. just means. Three lands in your graveyard or any ways to put counters on them, which right. I imagine you'll include that synergy in the deck. Uh, and, it, and it also has the tagline, too, which is so sweet. When he leaves the battlefield, right? So it's not dying. He So when he bounces himself or when he gets goes... Well, actually, they changed the commander rules, right? So it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, but it's whenever he... So if they exile him somehow, if he doesn't end up bouncing your hand, you return up to three lands from your graveyard to your hand. So it's got like life from the loam as just a leave trigger. Right. 
And this card's just, sweet. It's so cool. This card is so sweet. I love this is us like gonna be hating on Simic, but like I love that it doesn't ramp you. I love that it doesn't draw cards other than land cards. This is but, my favorite is it commander I've ever seen. I have yeah. to say, like by far. It, it's so cool. Like you and you can have stuff like um uh mm-hmm. that Modern Horizons enchantment, um the scuttle tide. Discard lands. Tide. Well, I'm thinking that'd be fun too, though, right? Just discard. That, yeah, crap exactly. Your land. Or have Ayula's influence, right? That, just discard yeah. a land. Oh yeah, yeah. That's make a two-two bears. About. So yeah. you can just be like, just constantly do it. I mean, for three mana, you make three three or three two-two bears. Actually, yeah. If you have three lands, Slogurk and Ayula's, isn't that infinite bears? Uh, you still need to cast it back cast after it. after you return it back to your hand. Ah, you uh, so you need three mana each each cycle. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like yeah. whatever. So if you had a way to, if you had somehow a way to sacrifice him for, no, you can't sacrifice him because he needs to bounce to hand to do the trigger. Okay, you somehow need to make infinite mana. Infinite mana, duh. Yeah, if well. you have infinite mana, yeah. Hey. Uh, by the by the way, I just have to state it right. I hate infinite mana. I'm sorry. Th- those combos are how, so boring. How dare you? <laughs> Other combos excite me, but infinite mana combos do not. That is not exciting. It. it everything combos with infinite i hate to tell you guys everything freaking combos with infinite mana no one cares yeah, <laughs> like it really I, could, does. I could do anything with infinite mana. i could do anything <laughs> yeah it's just like yeah just like any rant there's like a million random cards that are just like oh yeah deal, deal <laughs> don't damage each opponent it's like all right this is a combo like combo killer or combo i couldn't killer. tell you how many times i i've 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 one friend i don't know if he listens to the podcast i, I should tell him to because I'll, I'll call him out here he has the same infinite combo. he has he plays a lot of five color decks and thinks that he's being very versatile by playing a lot of five color decks he has the same combo of that composite golem with nim death mantle Oh, which yeah. sacrifices the Nim Death Mantle pays for, brings composite back. He has all five mana colors, so it's infinite mana. He's killed me with that combo. I couldn't even tell you how many times. And every time I'm like, okay. Right. Like, does yeah. that satisfy you, or can we play an actual game? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had that combo in Brea. I had a bunch of infinite combo. Like, and then your commander is. If it's your commander's a finisher, you just win the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing, right? It, it they only needed those two combos, and then right. the commander did the rest. Yeah, it's just it's that easy. That's what I'm saying. But you can do anything. Infinite mana. Anyway, okay, off tangent. Off tangent. Anyway. Let's talk about Slogurk because there's a lot of really cool things with Slogurk, right? All right we, th- we mentioned this just discarding lands. You can mill yourself. Milling yourself is a great way. You can get a bunch of triggers that way, mm-hmm. right? I love that. I, there's oh, yeah. so many cool things. Technically, his leaving draws you three cards, right? It draws yeah. you into three lands. Now, they're going to be lands, but still, I don't know. There, there are, are so good lands so, out there. I, there's like, so much stuff you could do with this. Do you know I how mean. I have terrorized our play group with Maze of Eth? So Yes, he has. <laughs> it yes, is. he certainly You know what's so funny about Maze of Eth, too? It's a card that you don't... It's like You're a deck that's like, I'm not going to get stonewalled by that. I have... 
a billion spirits. I don't care. And then it still ends up stonewalling you. You're, and you're like, like, what no. is happening? We can't Why? kill him. We can't do it. He's impossible to kill. <laughs> this stupid maze. Like, how is this? How is this stupid land? I, I feel like I, I'm always that person in the, in the, like, I end up going right before you. So my yeah. attack never matters because they never attacked to make sure you tap down your maze. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to attack you. Like, maze. And I'm like, yeah, well. Yeah. I, Send a message, Who's- guys. <laughs> Attack him. <laughs> I, I love that if you have one maze of myth, you basically have three. Because <laughs> no one wants to be like, we I We mentioned I- that before, right? Yeah. yeah, we did mention that. It's like, it really is like three. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. insane. It's like three yeah. fogs. So you just like mill over your, your deck. You just get three awesome utility lands like maze of myth, uh, uh, the land, two lands that can copy maze of myth. And then you're good <laughs> the rest of the game. Field of the Dead, my favorite. Field of the Dead, yeah. You can just do all kinds of crazy nonsense. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, so Slowgirk, uh, we're giving our seal of approval. Par- party party time on, on Slowgirk. Yeah, Slowgirk <laughs> Maybe can party with us. We should like, approve with like certain commanders. Be like, he, he, this is party approved. He's on the VIP list. He can yeah, yeah. All right, Slowgirk's on the VIP list. Is Vadric? How do we feel about Vadric? Vadric? Uh, I'm going to say... Maybe not. Mm, I mean, it is ultimately... It's a cool spell slinger, but it's ultimately... Is Tovalar? Tovalar's not for me. Tovalar's on like the like watch out for this guy. Like we have to let him in the party, but like we- <laughs> he, he came with Slogurk, so it would be awkward to say no. He's, uh, no, he's the most popular guy in school. We didn't want to not invite yeah, him. He's so playing kinda- D he's playing D one basketball. Like he's kind of <laughs> yeah. boring, but like he's just so popular. He really gets the party going, so we had to invite him. Yeah, we're not gonna say no to, to Tovalar. But hey, VIP's got to be unanimous. Yeah. So, All right. I, I like it. I like it. All right. We'll move on to the next one, the Sigarda chip. So we brought Sigarda back. So here's our angel. I, I love the first Sigarda. Uh, she's in my uh, my favorite uh, red-green deck. Or Sorry. Green-white deck. Um, as just an amazing card. Uh, they changed her up a bit. I, though I didn't like the second Sigarda, right? This is now the third Sigarda. I yeah. The, the, the yeah, second sec- one give like other humans hexproof or something like that. Something was the second stupid. one. Yeah, it was bad. Let's I see what this one does. One look. green, white, white for a 4-4 flying trample, which is interesting. And it gives humans you control plus one, plus one. So a lord for humans, though she's an angel. And she has the coven ability that we mentioned. Uh, something we don't like. Let's see what it does. Whenever Sigarda attacks, uh, if you have coven, by the way. So you have to have three creatures with uh, different powers. If you do... When she attacks, if you can, oh, well, then it states it. Then you look at the top five cards of your library. You can reveal a human creature card from among them, put it in your hand, put the rest of them. She's just not going to be a commander card, right, at all. No. That, that's like a constructed card for standards. Standard only. Like, that That won't make it to any other format. That's a standard card. A limited bomb, because oh it's a 4-4 four, four for 4 with flying trample buff human like that is nonsense in limited <laughs> yeah this is crazy in limited. but yeah it's uh, just drafted not... if you if you have the chance draft a freaking thing guys i, I don't care draft. that it's going to be a 25 cent card draft the thing 
Yeah, you can just win. You can win it your value back in packs. I think she's basically a skip. I, I just don't play her, guys. Play, there's a lot of green, a lot of really good green white commanders. It's like probably not even good in like a humans commander. Text, it's not. It's not. This is just bad. I mean, you're not going to get that trigger a lot. It's an attack trigger, which is bad in commander. The lording effect's not very good. A four four body's not that big. Flying trample doesn't matter on a four four body. Yeah, it's just bad. The casting cards is absurdly hard. H- for humans no are all about enter the battlefield. Does something. And yep. like, yeah, this is that. just bad. This is just bad. There's a lot of much better ones. That's a skip. That's a you're not coming to the party. You're not invited. Yep. Yeah. Let's see what the other one does. The other green white commander from the set is Catilda Dawnheart Prime. This is just a white green for a one one human warlock. It's got protection from werewolves, so Ooh. screw you, Tovalor. This one came to the party just to stuff like stuff it in Tovalor's face. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is like Tovalor's like ex who's coming in. This one also laughs at your your tribal tribal deck. Max, like, I was gonna say they they just they knew Maxwood decks is gonna be a problem. They're like, okay, well, Katilda. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else it does. It gives human creatures you control have tap add one mana of any of this creature's colors. So it turns all of your humans into uh, hierarchs, I guess. I don't know, like just tap mm-hmm. like, like birds of paradise. Or, yeah, birds yeah, of paradise. Yeah, uh, and it's got a four white green tap. Put a one one counter on each creature you control. This is literally just a better version of Sigarda. <laughs> Like, if yeah, you want to make so. a Selesnia Humans commander and you have these two, it's yeah, like... Yeah, just use this why, one. Why would you ever but, pick Cigar? To be honest, this doesn't even seem like a commander at all to me either. Uh, this I could see this in the 99, to be yeah. fair, because that effect, that human creatures you control, that's a strong... That's super strong. Effect. Be- because the humans gain it, so... yeah. I, I could see this in the ninety nine. Not I could not see this as a commander. I, I really I, I don't I don't think no, it's there for that. This is a card that might go in my tribal tribal deck. Just because okay, I can see that. I, there you go. I can see it going in a tribal tribal deck. All right, it gives all of your all your random changelings that are lying around. Oh, they yeah. can tap for mana now. That's pretty huge. Yeah. Um, randomly has protection from werewolves, I guess, and then could sure. randomly buff. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Okay. I will give it a uh, a pass. She can get in the front of it. I love how now we've 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 had this theme now halfway through the set. We're just like, all right, you're on the list. We'll let them in the party. (laughs) They're not going to be headlining. They're not VIPs. We'll just they they had to wait online, but we you know eventually yeah yeah, we eventually waited until it came up. Five bucks for a red cup. All right, we we stopped them at the door. We said you know just wait a moment for the party to kind of settle out, clear out, and then. And then let them in. <laughs> we have a lot of we have a lot of humans, and you know we have, we want we to have a lot of humans. Yeah, so so figured they could use some tapping boost, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Know, tap the keg a little harder. <laughs> uh, here's the next human we got on the list. This one's in Boros colors, which suffers normally for commanders. So let's see what they got here. Is a one red white, two three flying haste human knight. Love flying haste. Love flying haste. Love flying haste. If a spell would deal damage to you or another permanent you control, prevent that damage. I love I, that. That against Vile Smasher would be... Actually, it's not a spell, right? It's a trigger. But, I mean, still, a lot of my spells are fireballs. A lot of your spells so. deal, deal straight damage. That's true. It's yeah. true. It can't prevent the Vile Smasher trigger, but it prevents all... Yeah, you can't Electro-Dominance me for eight. Mm-hmm. You you have to do it to someone else, and then to do this the, the trigger way. has to randomly hit me. That's sweet. Uh, if a spell would deal damage to an opponent or a permanent an opponent controls, 
it deals that much damage plus what okay this is actually insane this is dope uh, because basically it's like okay i play rem i play uh what's the deal 13 damage to everything blasphemous act, blasphemous act all my creatures survive except for rem right no it you yeah. are oh another permanent you yeah, yeah 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 so rem will die rem will sacrifice himself to save everyone else which is still huge though everyone else loses their boards you just lose rem yeah i think that's worth it absolutely uh in that case unless you have a way to save specifically rem um you'll lose rem in in, in a board wiping situation still i just think for yeah the you know what it is though it's mini giselda yeah it's really it's like weirdly kind it's uh it's not better but, but it's no no it's not well but it's I'll only say, three mana and it atta- i mean it's aggressive too right it just kind of yeah. swings in it's just like an attacky little little beater that happens to like have a really powerful passive yeah that I you love can play it. around with i think this card's sweet i, I love pass- the flying haste yeah he's on the list rem's on the list know. guys Look, is it is this is this vip because this is a pretty unique I don't know if it's that unique, right. uh, but it kind of is. It kind of is. I, yeah, maybe it's not. I think there's a, there's a lot of this type going around with like the the this is the Boros cares about spells, cares about damage spells, and there's a lot of those to be honest. There's that uh, uh, Tajiks, the the, the Tajik Legion as one does kind of this, right? It okay. prevents all non combat damage to your creatures or whatever. Yeah, Tajik that's Legion's like, that's Edge, I think it is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we. Yeah, we did. this. Yeah, true. This is the only thing that does it to to. But, but like you said, there are. I mean, Gisela is like usually probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but still, this is a this is a right. sweet spin on that. I think not it's a be, not a VIP, but not a VIP. It's on the list, just the list. solidly on the list. She's on the on the short list. The next one might be on the list alone for its freaking name. It's got the <laughs> best name in the whole set. Yeah. This is old stick fingers. Old stick fingers. <laughs> Get on in here, old stick. Oh, so this is... oh, that's just old uh... stick fingers. <laughs> it's old stick finger. Oh my god. Yo, that's old stick fingers. Guys, oh who is that god. guy at the party? Just cre- Oh, old... that guy? That's old stick fingers. Old stick fingers is crazy. <laughs> yeah, oh man. You remember that one time old stick fingers came over? <laughs> All right, old yeah. stick fingers is incredible because I'm just gonna buy him just because he's he's old stick fingers, guys. You okay? <laughs> he's X, one of the only commanders with X in its casting. I play Gadwick; he's got X too. But this is X There's black green for a horror star star. Old stick fingers power and toughness are each equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. Um, and when you cast this spell. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal X creature. That's where the X comes in. Until you reveal X creature cards. Put all creature cards revealed this way into your graveyard. The rest go on the bottom in any order. Uh, I don't know how good he is. Well, Uh, what I think you're going to see this mostly as is 8 mana, I win the game. Yeah, I was going to say combo. He's a combo card, right? This is a Necrotic Ooze combo commander. (laughs) There you go. Because yeah, because you, you put Necrotic mana. in the graveyard, it, yeah. it gets every activated ability. If you only have four cards, you can do Necrotic Ooze, Devoted Druid, Channel Initiate, and Walking sure. Ballista, and then re so Necrotic he, Ooze, you win. With that said, is he CEDH 
playable? I don't think so. It doesn't sound it. That sounds like a lot to do. It doesn't have blue, so... <laughs> I'm going to go with no. <laughs> but, like, it is one of those things that, like, you can just control the board, and then when you have eight mana to do that... Yeah, you know what? I, don't, plus I know you don't have blue, but you don't need blue. Like, come on. You could you could do a pretty good job controlling the board in black-green. There's a, there's a lot you could do. Yeah, like they made yeah, a, you, they made enough free spells nowadays, guys. Like that, you could do a lot of shit. Yeah, like you you don't need blue, but the not having like force of will and all that stuff to counter everybody. Yeah, but stuff. so in CEDH, force of will is a lot less needed, right? Because that that that's in the ninety nine. You're yeah. you're barely guaranteed to see it. Like yes, it's a good card, and it but it still puts you at card disadvantage, which is tough. Even in CDEH, that's tough. It is hard. So is I hard. don't think I don't think Force of Will. I think Force of Will is much better in Vintage and Legacy than it is in CEDH. Uh, yeah, probably because also you don't have yeah because it's yeah. only one up. But you know, there's a bunch card of advantage is a spell. lot more important in CEDH than it is in in the like Vintage Legacy scene when you can just blow out your hand and then the game's over deterministically because you blew out your hands and <laughs> it was like we're, we're done now <laughs> we played our turn uh but yeah i don't really see i could see this being like the 99 as like a another way just to fill your graveyard with a bunch of creatures but that's fair too right yeah maybe if you want him as like a yeah just just kind of milling specific yeah you could use him in any strategy right where you needed specifically creatures in your graveyards but you ended up having to play a lot of spells he's a good way to guarantee what he's going to mill is creatures right which is sweet and you can't if there's a bunch of creatures already in your graveyard you can just play them for two and he could be like a seven seven for two or a ten ten for two yeah but as but, a commander mm, mm, i bet tough I bet, to use i bet people will try to if you see old sticky fingers as a commander just be on the lookout for a combo fit. Guaranteed it's combo. Yeah, I actually can almost guarantee it. I feel like looking at him, you're like, no one's trying to be like, well, I'm just I have 25 creatures in my deck. Yeah, I'm just going to yeah. use him and just put a bunch of creatures in the graveyard. Nah, no one's doing that. That's boring, and I don't think they're doing that. There's a lot better black-green to do. Make sure you tell them that <laughs> you think they're boring and you hate them. Yeah, that's not party time. Where's he on the list? Is he allowed in? He's probably allowed in. He's, he's old like, stick fingers. Yeah, he's, fingers, you know. he's like uh, that le- that old legend, man. He's like that. Yeah, you got to let old stick he, fingers in. Yeah, he's like Dang. the guy who graduated like two weeks ago yeah. or two years ago. No one ago. wants him around, but you're like, yeah. But he well, bought the keg, so. Yeah, right. He's got those old stories, so you got to let him in. Old stick fingers. All right. Let's go on to Ludovic. Now, this is interesting because Ludovic normally is a red, uh, yeah, red-blue commander. Now he's a blue black. He moved into Demir. He is just a blue and a black for a 2-3 human wizard. When he enters the battlefield or attacks, you mill a card. And then you may pay X, blue, blue, black, black, and exile X creature cards from your graveyard and transform Ludovic. X cannot be zero, and you can only do this as in sorcery. You don't have to tap him so he doesn't become tapped, uh, but you can only do it on your turn. When he's transformed, he is a Olog, Ludovic's hubris. For a, he's a 4-4 zombie. Uh, as he transforms into Olog, uh, Ludovic's hubris, he becomes a copy of a creature creature exiled with it, except its name is Olog, Ludovic's hubris. It's a 4-4, so it'll just remain the 4-4. Uh, 
It's the legendary blue black zombie that you see on the card, right? So it's just the card, mm-hmm. but somehow a copy of the card you <laughs> one of the cards you exiled, and then you get to put a number of plus one plus one counters equal to the number of creature cards that you exiled with it. Confusing card. So let's say you exiled, you paid three blue, blue, black, black, which is so much, right? I mean, that's seven seven mana, and you exiled three creatures. He'll be a seven, seven copy of something you exiled, but figure he wasn't entering the battlefield, so he won't get enter the battlefield triggers or anything like that. You'll basically copy a creature with a ridiculously good passive, something with hexproof, something with attack triggers that do busted stuff. <clears throat> hard to use. Hard to Very use. Very hard to use. Hard to use. And his ability on the front end as a two, just a little baby two, three creature to mill a single card, I just don't think he gets there. I yeah. This is like, yeah, this just doesn't get there. Like you're 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 never casting X more than one, I feel like. <laughs> because like Yeah, luckily that that casting cost never goes up through the game, right? Like yeah, he yeah. ends up dying, he goes to the command zone, you cast him again. At least that cost is always the same, but that's such a high cost. Yeah. It's such a ridiculous I wish they like lowered that cost and like and made it more expensive to cast like a four and then just do like blue blue black x or something i don't know yeah i was thinking like lower that cost but make his base power on the back lower right so like start him at a like he becomes only a two two legendary but it costs blue black x uh so another but cool quirk in the rules is i think since it retains its name if this is in the 99, you could like ex- you could if your commander dies, you could exile your commander with it. It becomes a copy of your commander, then you can play your commander again and both survive. Oh, if you put your commander into the exile zone. Yeah, or, or into the into the into the graveyard, the ten- exiled it with it. Okay. Yeah, but who what why? We're really why? reaching here. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, okay. We're he he got turned away at the door a little bit. I think so. I think yeah. this, this he card... came he came way too late in the party, and like we were like we're closing in five minutes, man. You're, yeah. you're like wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, the next one is Liesa. Liesa's back. So I tried to make the Liesa deck. Uh, she's she used to be the one that said like you can ignore commander tax. In other words, now she is a two white white black. Four five angel with flying lifelink, so she retained her flying lifelink status. I think she was a five five, so now she's a four five. Whenever another non-token creature you control dies, return that card to its owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step. I like that it specifies that as if you're going to steal a bunch of their creatures. <laughs> um, if a creature an opponent controls would die, exile it instead. That is actually huge hate. That is like such incidental hate that you're not going to realize how powerful that is until you play it against people in commander and they're like, oh my God, I can't do anything because you have your commander out. Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, like that ability is, it's like powerful, but not in the way that like helps you win the game. It just helps people stop doing what they're doing. And the thing about, go ahead. Well, I, I, it will, it'll be kind of awkward when it's like someone plays like, I'm going to choose my old stick fingers deck and they play <laughs> or not old stick fingers, but like my random sacrifice deck or reanimator deck. Uh, yeah. Well, not reanimator, but a sacrifice deck. And then you p- pull out Lisa and be like, 
I'm gonna have to kill mm, you first. That feels meta, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, it almost feels meta, like a meta choice. Like, really, dude? Yeah. Like, now I have to kill you because your commander says I can't play. Right. So it, there'll be those situations where you're just be, you're just gonna be attacked by one player, not because you're the most threatening, but just because talk about your commander skunks their deck. Exactly. It's like I can't That's do anything. That's true. This unless... might paint a picture on your head you're not expecting. I, I will say though, generically, this is such a powerful generic commander like if you were just playing black white you don't know what you necessarily want out of the deck but you're playing a lot of good cards you can just play this and it'll do really good stuff for you yeah yeah. it returns your creatures to your hand when they die so you always have all your creatures and it skunks all your opposing like unfair players with their sacrifice effects i mean and it's a four or five lifelink flyer that Big. will just like keep you in the game yeah i i this I is think strong it, it, it it's very interesting because a lot of times like the sacrifice decks they want to do reanimation stuff but this one says you can't do reanimation stuff so it adds like a new spin on orja of like sacrifice now it doesn't so it doesn't say it doesn't say you can't do reanimating right like if they're already in your graveyard you can just reanimate you can yeah yeah that's not going to stop you there it's just gonna when it dies from there it's gonna get exiled mm-hmm. So I don't think it necessarily stomps reanimation strategy. No, a lot of those no. are discarding their cards or milling their cards anyway right. to get them there. Not necessarily like they're dying on the battlefield and then I'm going to reanimate. Right. Yeah, but I guess what I was saying, like it provides like a new avenue for like, oh, I want to do sacrifice theme stuff, but I am not going to put in my reanimation package in, which is kind of like an auto-include in a lot of Orzhov decks. Right. Um, that, that because it's like, oh, well, stuff's dying, so I want to reanimate it back. Um, it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, just generically powerful. I think yeah. we'll, she'll, we'll just like, she kind of also, she was in the line behind, uh, who, who was the last one in line? Ludovic. And we're just like, oh, you're way cooler. You can come in. <laughs> no, not Ludovic. I'm thinking the one that we had in, was it Rem? Like, they had to wait. No, who was it? They had to wait in line. Oh, Cadil- Catilda. Oh, yeah. I had to wait in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it was the same with Liesa. She was like, actually, she was probably in front of Katilda. She got in before Katilda, and Katilda had to wait. Um, the next one we'll go over is going to be that one that we mentioned with Disturbed. This is Denik, P.S. Apprentice. A white-blue human soldier, 2-3, with lifelink and cards in graveyards, can't be the targets of spells or abilities. I don't know how much... That will come up. That's the same card as a card called Silent Graveyard. It's a one mana uh, artifact. I've never seen it played. Uh, that mostly because I don't know. It came out of a random set. It's a random rare. No one's gonna just like play it. Yeah, I was like, no, one, um, my deck needs Silent Graveyard. Yeah, right. Like, man. Now, this, this also, kind of... uh, I think Ground Seal is the same, right? In green, but that's an enchantment that also draws a card when it enters, so that might see more play. I think I've played Ground Seal before. This kind of stops reanimation. Um, it's not like mass reanimation or anything. Right, because you can't, can't target, target a creature in the graveyard. to de- You know what? It is kind of cool, right? Because it's an effect that I feel like, especially in a format like Commander, nonchalantly you'll play this and it will randomly be like, oh, dang. Yeah, like Eternal Wind. <laughs> that guy can't do like the busted thing to kill you this turn. And because... people will forget that because like there's yeah. short... You shortcut in your brain, like, okay, I'm going to play Eternal Witness to get this thing back into this. And I was like, okay, I play Dead Echo. Okay, I play Eternal Witness. Doesn't do anything now. You're like, 
oh, I'm, I'm losing. Dude, even better, I'm thinking like the old school cards like Spell Twine, right? Where you get right. to like copy something out of your graveyard and someone else's graveyard and cast them. It's like, oh, dang. That card says not, six mana do nothing. <laughs> That's insane. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, just you know how strong Hexproof is, right? Yeah. And this game... Uh, yes, it only gives cards in graveyards hexproof, but it gave every card in every graveyard hexproof at the same time somehow. Could be good. Uh, so it also has Disturb for two white, blue. And when you so that means when it dies in, in your graveyard, you can cast it for its uh, Disturb cost. It'll become Denic Pius Apparition, a spirit soldier now for a 3-2 with flying. With whenever... One or more creature cards are put into graveyards from anywhere. Investigate, which oh, gives cool. you a clue token, which is just a token with two, sacrifice it, draw. Mm-hmm. And it also says if you would uh, be put into a graveyard from anywhere, exile it instead. Also, the ability only triggers once each turn. Ah, yes, importantly, yeah. It only tri- which, which is Incubator is a little less, actually. Yeah important right that like that's still fine it's fine yeah yeah <laughs> like turns happen a lot in commander <laughs> like yes it'll come back to your turn and you have right. four clues um this that seems that backside seems actually kind of insane you yeah do yeah you're this like is that. this is kind of a legit commander I this think. is right like this is like i think the front side will randomly skunks weird things out of nowhere and at least it's a 2-3 body that you don't care if it dies. With lifeline. You generally want it to yeah. die. Yeah, that's what I mean. With lifeline. And then the backside's just just gas. <laughs> like just straight gas. Just be pumping out. And like you're investigating in return. So you have that synergy. You have artifact synergies. You have drawing synergies. Yeah. Creature synergies, graveyard synergies. Man, this thing does it all. Yeah, I I, I spirit really- synergies. This is pretty cool. It's not like super powerful by any metric, but no, it, I think it can fun. make some fun decks though, right? And yeah. there, there's a couple ways you could build this guy, and um, like a little bit of mill, a little bit of yeah, for an Azorius commander, you know, generally their front side is what you're used to seeing, right? Like I'm a random yeah. Azorius guy, I mess up this one strategy, and you're like, great, man, like what the hell, like, yeah. what are you doing here? But and the backside, it's like, I'm building them. off this strategy. And they're like, oh, damn. Uh, this dude, like, went off. <laughs> we should get the other guy back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is the guy that came to the party and got super drunk. Oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> <laughs> we let him in, and then he, like, got, re- like, the most drunk. And he's just running around naked, streaking through the party. And you're yeah, like, whoa. Who's demanding that you follow the rules of when you get skunked in beer pong? You have to do a naked lab. And everyone's like, everyone says that, but as like a funny joke. No, no, I'm doing it. I'm to do it. I lost. I should. Shall do it. we say like, he was he was disturbing at the party? He was very disturbing. I <laughs> uh, love it. Uh, one last uh, dual color commander out of this set, uh, and this was a sweet one. That spoilers for you because I think I'll go over what. Josh did in the command zone on his uh, game nights episode. Have you seen that? I have not seen that one, but feel free. to Do you mind if away. I spoil it? All right, all right. So he I'm played Florian. He played Florian, the Volderin Scion. Yeah, actually, this won't spoil the plot necessarily. It's just a, a strategy that goes with him that I thought I thought was really neat that I didn't think about it. You wouldn't think about it immediately. This is a one black red 
3-3 Vampire Noble with First Strike, which is a relevant ability in combat for defending. Three, three first Strike's pretty Yeah, good. it's actually pretty nice on the Commander because with Commander in combat, it's a very tricky situation, right? You never want to put them in harm's way. When they have First Strike, it makes blocking a whole lot easier with them, yeah, right? You're like, like, well, that. I mean, my guy's just going to destroy that thing. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, I love that ability on him. Um, and he says, at the beginning of your post-combat main phase... Look at the top X cards of your library, where X is the total amount of life your opponents lost this turn, which could be a very big number in Commander. Exile one of those cards. Put the rest on bottom of your library in a random order. You may play the exiled card this turn. So very much in the same, like they are, they pushed Rakdos so hard in this direction now that like every Commander says this now, right? This goes hand in hand with the one they just printed out of the pre-cons. Uh, prosper yeah. which is like he draws a card every turn that goes into exile that you play and then you get a treasure and then florian saying like well now it's your post combat uh exile card and play it and like that just immediately goes in your prosper deck yeah <laughs> and like imagine you deal five damage to each opponent through like life draining or something yeah, 15, 15 cards you scry 15 draw oh one and play it oh my god <laughs> it's like what <laughs> seems insane so yeah very combo good what josh did with this which i didn't think about was this uh death's approach what's it called dragon's approach dragon's approach deck Uh. which is you deal three to each opponent for three mana well there's ways to reduce that to one duh and then it, that means it's dealing nine damage every time you cast that spell. That's nine cards you get to search through. Pretty easy to find another Dragon's Approach if that's what you want, uh, which it probably is. It's dealing three to all your opponents. Right, and yeah. getting a Dragon into play for just like playing Dragon's Approaches. So that's what he built with this. He built the Dragon's Approach. Probably one of the best Dragon's Approach commanders there is, actually. Yeah, because it draws you more whatever you want. <laughs> it's always, it's just so constantly good. drawing. So, like, yeah, whatever. I have a bunch of dragons approaches in hand. Well, that can draw me into whatever I need. I, I get know. to search nine deep yeah, to get and, a card. And, like, and, and you, like, you it, it puts it. your dragons on the bottom. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to draw the dragons. Well, it just shuffles right, them yeah, to the put bottom. Put them in the bottom. Yeah. Uh, I think Florian's insane. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think Rakdos is insane. I need a Rakdos deck. I, I'm building Esmora, though. Let's let's be honest. I'm going to build by it. I will get Esmora. It will eventually come. It'll be here. You know, I realized I don't have a red deck right now. I do, but it's so bad I'm demolishing that. But I don't have a red deck otherwise. That's the only red. I, I couldn't believe that. Oh, I have a part of Paco is, is red. It's red, yeah. 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 There's red in Paco. But yeah, I was like, I don't have like a red deck right now. I need. That's why I was yeah, trying to. Paco doesn't feel like red. No, not at all. Paco feels green. If anything, yeah. Paco feels very green blue. There's a couple of red cards. All right, that's it for the dual color commanders. And why we say that uh, is because that's mostly what you're gonna see out in the wild. I feel like commanders very much a two color plus kind of game they're not yeah. a lot i play a lot of mono color decks but that's because i'm crazy well no you play a lot of mono black decks. <laughs> i have one mono blue uh-huh 
That's true. And I play that a lot. I play that. I play my mono blue deck a lot. I like my mono. I actually, I've fallen in love with Gadwick, man. I didn't think I would, and then every time I play Gadwick, I'm like, ah, this is so cool. You just do, <laughs> you just do so many random stuff. I do. Yeah, it's it's like randomly is good. I'm like, I love this. This is so cool. Yeah, uh, you and I are kind of opposite that way. We're like, I have like four or five, four to five color decks. <laughs> I have nothing. No four colors. I have no five colors. I think I have like. Grothama group hug is my only mono. Do I even, dude? I don't even know if I have a three color. Well, Paco. I don't know. Paco, there you go. Yeah, Paco. <laughs> Which is so funny that we say that, and then we're like, yeah, but Paco's like barely red, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> it barely some is. The, yeah. Some of the cards are are very good in, in Paco, but Paco's great. I love that's a fun deck. It really is. All right, so on to our mono colors. We're gonna start with one that we could probably just skip because we could just we'll move on to the next. This is the mono white. Yeah, duh, mono white's going to be terrible. And this one here is no exception. <laughs> one white, white for a star four human knight with vigilance. Adeline, resplendent Cathar's power is equal to other creatures you control. Yay. Whenever you attack for each opponent, create a one, one white human token that's tapped and attacking that player. It's like they, it's, they even put oh, that there yeah. to be like, guys, commander, look, you get three human soldiers when he attacks. Okay. First of all, it's Commander. No one's attacking. No one cares about creatures. No, Like, this is horrible. It's yeah. so boring. There's nothing interesting in this strategy at it's all. so bad. Because you attack, it's now a 4-4 four, four for 3. Whoa! Whoa! And the attacking for 3, what was it? It's like, okay, I block with, like, a random... Yeah, everyone's going to block. Like, now right, it's a 1-4. Now it got smaller. Someone killed your Commander. You're out of the game. You're done. You're playing Mono White, and your Commander died. You're done. Right. Good we've game. Already, we've already talked about it too much. Don't, yeah, I agree. Next ones, uh, those three in a row, these are all mono black, so I'm interested. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's start with probably the one I'm most interested in. This is Gisa, the Glorious Resurrector. Two black black, randomly is a 4-4 four, four human wizard. Again, they, they love this 4-4 four, four toughness. That's like yeah. been like the standard for commanders. That's a beefy commander. That's beefy. That's beefy. And it states, whenever, or sorry, if a creature an opponent controls would die, exile it instead. Well, where have we seen that? We saw that in Liesa, right? This is the same clause. Now, she also says, at the beginning of your upkeep, you're going to put all creature cards exiled with Gisa onto the battlefield under your control. So you're going to get all the enter the battlefield triggers <laughs> that she has killed. Uh-huh. They gained Decade. This is the one I alluded to when I said Decade's a strong mechanic. Basically because yeah. of Gisa. It's like, she gets every trigger from everything that dies. It's going to come back on your upkeep, and you're just going to crap out all these creatures. You do not care yeah, it, what if, they are. If you've played against um, It That Betrays, you know how, how powerful this, yeah. this kind of this is. It That Betrays in the command zone for four mana uh what yeah speeding of upkeep you get it too luckily yeah luckily it's not if that betrays right because it betrays i think it's just trigger at the end of turn or is it trigger right away it's right right away it's right away and yeah right away too <laughs> yeah it's and only it's like annihilator two it's only annihilator two <laughs> It's an inside joke of our our uh, once guest host Patrick, who who's probably the only one who plays like Eldrazi out of us. But he's like at one uh, point he, he was playing uh, it no, that betrays. My, my other friend, uh, my other friend plays Eldrazi. Okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, wasn't it that there was that one game that you played like Tempting Worm, and I was like, oh no, you've made a mistake, sir. Yeah, and that, he just, that's the whole point of that deck. <laughs> he, literally, he literally just went like Eldrazi, 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 and we were like, cool. Yeah, th- right. that deck is be like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that place. was turn two. I'm pretty sure that was turn two Probably, in the game ended. Yeah. I think the game ended on turn two. But yeah. In in a non CEDH game, the game ended on turn two. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the goal of Microthama Group Hub deck: not to win, but to get second place. <laughs> oh, you didn't get second place. <laughs> well, we all died at the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah, this card's awesome. I I think so, right? Even in the ninety nine, I don't care where it is; it doesn't have to be in the command zone. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it may, I'd probably prefer it not to be. To be honest, if I, you know, when I'm looking at this, I think it's just a card that's gonna again randomly skunks strategies. And it's a fun card because you you wouldn't expect this to stick around, which means it'd be really annoying to have your commander be this card because just expect this thing to keep getting killed and it'd be really annoying and frustrating for you. I'd rather play this in the 99 and like jam it out when no one like has the removal ready to go yet. And yet like things are dying and you're like, well, on my upkeep guys, this is, this is going to go poorly for you. Right. Like I, I think I prefer this in the 99. And it doesn't like, it's one of those things that you might like get people with the, hmm, I think I might survive this attack because so you <laughs> like Brett's creature dies. I get them out of my upkeep. I sacrifice them. So that means mm. Gisa's first ability doesn't trigger because I'm, I'm controlling the creature now. So they don't right. go to the exile zone. So I sacrifice them into Brett's graveyard. Right. Um, but yeah, Sweet card powerful. though. I think super yeah, powerful. we're letting her, her into the party, man. She's yeah. she's a party animal. She's a party animal. She she everyone is like passed out on the floor, and she's like, guys, get back up. We're drinking. We're again. getting a good <laughs> <laughs> right before you black out, which is appropriate. Because, because yeah, she is the one that gets everyone to black out. Uh, the next one's probably a ninety-nine card. This is Jadar, the Ghoul Caller of Nephalia. Only a two mana commander. Might be saying something, though. That's kind of cool. Uh, a 1-1 human wizard. It's only a 1-1. At the beginning of your end step, if you control no creatures with decayed, you create a 2-2 black zombie creature with decayed. Pretty what? sweet. I wish it was... Uh, if it said every turn, it would, of course, be busted, which would be so good in Commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. It's just on your turn. Now, there's something to be said for, like, it makes a token every turn. Right. So sort of yeah it's, it's you can not, kind of make sure it, it does right right well, you just sacrifice like, that one decayed token by the time it comes back around to you and you get another that, one that might be good enough because like i think it's, it's a ophiomancer you get like a one one snake but you get that card. every turn if, if i think if you don't control any snakes you get it correct but you um, get it every turn but you get yeah so like much less version of that if you want to pl- i think is ophiomancer legendary i think so right no ophiomancer is not so this is like not like you said it's a nice. It's basically answer if you want it like yeah if you love Ophium answer and you wanted it kind of as a commander you could play this guy and it basically yeah. is that. There's a bunch of effects like this where like every turn you get a zombie token yeah or it might, whatever it could, so you it might. could be good enough for the ninety nine I'll give it yeah. that though it could be it because it, it it's a creature that makes another creature at the end of turn yeah like it's automatically a two mana one one with a two two zombie attached to it. Exactly. Sometimes that's played, but it also creates a token every turn. Every turn, I mean, sort of in Commander, it would though. I would imagine it would. Expect I think, it to. I think, Actually, yeah. 
it, it will, right? Because you could just attack with the 2-2, it'll die, and you'll make another 2-2. Exactly. So it, it yeah. always has a way to, like, make one. Yeah, and that's what I like about it being at the end step. Is not only yeah. do you get one right away, you can't block with it, but whatever. Yeah, you attack with it, then you sack it if no one blocks. Yeah. Another one. Yeah, if, yeah, it's a free two damage, and you're just going to yeah. get the token anyway. Like, doesn't matter. People yeah, just uh, take pretty that. cool. Decay is cool. Decay is cool. Uh, the last one is Jaren. This is all still mono black. Two and a black for a 2-3 human cleric. When he enters the battlefield, or another non-token human you control dies, you will lose one life and create a 1-1 human. So he'll come in as a 2-3 human for two and a black, and you'll get a 1-1 white human. Mm -hmm. Two mana, target human you control gains lifelink. That's sort of relevant. That's pretty good. And at the beginning of your end step, if you have exactly 13 life, you may pay four black black. If you do, you may transform Jaren, and you will get Ormondal, the Corrupter. A 6-6 flying trample lifelink. Sack another creature draw card, which is insane in Commander. Yeah. But uh, you'll never get there. You'll never get there. You'll never get there. There is one... There's one okay. way to get there instantly. That's tree with Tree of, of Red, yeah. yeah, Redemption, right? Redemption. Perdition, you need the green. You need no Perdition is an opponent oh, switches an opponent, life totals right. with it. You need Redemption, which is a green card. So, guess you have to do it the hard way. Yeah, um, I was gonna say. So you need like at least a green black deck to do that combo with it. And uh, already we're talking nonsense because you need two specific ninety nine cards. Just don't do that. Um, I can't see him in either the 99 really or as a commander I, no. maybe as a, I mean ignoring his la- let's ignore the last clause because no it, yeah it's a guy who enters with a, a token and whenever a non-token human dies you get another token might might be kind of good i feel like you could do some stuff with that yeah and he can give every human lifelink with yeah. two mana maybe maybe i don't know I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Not mono black. Let's say that though. Not I can say if, if you're doing like a Shadowborn Apostle deck. Here, here's the problem with like that whole thing. You're gonna play Yogmoth. <laughs> like, yeah, let's like, be honest. Yogmoth is a human who cares about humans. Like, there's a whole lot of Yawgmoth. text. Yeah, here that it says like I'm not now. He'll powerful. be good. He will be good in Yogmoth. That's true. Yeah, I could see like. There's going to be decks that this fits in there. Like, that ability is good enough, I think. Creating a human whenever another human dies. Like, if you're playing a sacrifice deck, that, like, kind of doubles up on a lot of sacrifice triggers. Right. Um, which are powerful. So if you just have to, like, put a bunch of humans in your deck to make that work, like... Or if you have a bunch of humans, I think this is a card you can consider. Yep. All right, the next one is our mono blue representative lier disciple of the drowned three blue blue three four human wizard everything's been a human wizard by the way it's like stacked with human wizards man yeah the uh even even like two of the three black cards were human wizards (laughs) it's insane all right um this is spells can't be countered spells can't be countered that means everyone right by the way which is so weird i think that might be the only one that says that each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard has flashback the flashback cost is equal to its cost 
convert to mana cost. Wow. <laughs> That's so, strong. I yeah, that is super strong. I I usually don't like these sorts of things, but I like this card for one specific reason is because of its first ability. So you can't just sit behind a wall of counter spells because they don't work anymore. <laughs> Like true, you cannot counter other people's spells. Yeah, if this if if I sat across oh, this person, like, you're right. Yeah, if someone plays a Leer Commander deck, I was like, okay, this isn't just a draw yeah, go mono blue. Like deck. you're in blue, and no one can counter shit because yeah. yeah, that's true. This is like the opposite of most mono blue decks, right? right yeah, there is you are, or at least you should. I mean, you could still. But yeah, you, you won't be playing. Yeah, yeah. You, you probably still. You're you're in blue, guys. You should probably you should play counters. You play, you play even one or two. even playing but, Lear. But when Lear is out, your counter spells are, are like you won't. You shouldn't play a lot of counters. Right. Because and, not- and you you can't play that 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 uh, fierce guardianship. Right. Because because that one you're only casting you normally when your commander's out, and that's the only time it doesn't work. You're not going to play that card with Lear. Mm-hmm. This is a cool card. There's a couple spells, too, that get around it, where it says exile a spell on the stack or something. So you can kind of get around it a little bit. The the one problem is, I feel like this card's much better in multiple colors, like in the 99. Because, like, ah, as a mono blue only, now we're only caring about blue spells to give them flashback. That's a lot more limiting. Yeah, and this, this, like... So red is the the color with... um, Yeah, get um, a lot of damage in. So and it also has that that one spell I forget what it's called. Um, it, it has flashback and it gives all your instant sor- or all your instant sorcerers flashback. Past in flames. Past in flames. Um, so this could be like a combo finisher with that when you're just like I don't really care about the countering thing. All I just want to do is play this five mana card and then with um uh with and all my like other instant sorcerers that I played. But I really really like it because like the most annoying thing in the world is if someone goes like Lear. I have six mana. I play Lear. Swansong, your card that destroys Lear. It's in the graveyard. Swansong again. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my gosh. Now this guy has basically double all counter spells, but this gets around that. So I'm like, oh. I don't think it's, again, I mean, that ability is powerful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, a flashback, we have to say, is one of the most powerful right. uh, mechanics in Magic. So yeah. we know it's going to be strong. I mean, it just is. Yeah. So like that first thing, I think they put on there as a way to rein in the power level of this card, <laughs> the commander, rather than as a bonus. Like, don't counter everything, right? Because yeah, like, yeah, because if you gave all, I think you're right, right? If you gave count like literal counter spell, the blue blue counter a spell called counter spell the right. card flashback for two. So, that would be fucking but like no one would want to play against no one would want to play no no yeah. one would want to play because there, there's no like one a, would want to play period everyone would just be like i'm done right there, there's already a spell counter spell with like buyback for three and like that is the most obnoxious spell yeah, right <laughs> right it's like five mana counter spell i don't yeah, I notice how they never brought back buyback ever and they never will, I don't think, unless they, the buyback is like seven mana. Or like, I, yeah, I could, I could see them doing that. Or like actually. something else, like sacrifice a creature. And, and on the front end, they won't make the. It'll, it'll cost. It would cost like, it'll be like a three mana spell with a six mana buyback. So yeah. like, you'll have to pay nine mana if you want to keep it in your hand. Exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, the last of the last. We're on to the last one. We made it through. Seraph. Hey. The Viper's Fang. This is our representative for mono 
green. So we don't have a mono well, red. It's a human. I was like, it's a human, but her bottom half is a snake. I was like, oh, yeah. no, she just has a snake. <laughs> yeah, she just has a snake. Yep, the viper's fang. Yeah, she's like a viper person. She's a human warlock, 3-4. So again, two green, green. Other tapped creatures you control have death touch, which is the uh, statement on Nylia's bow. And other untapped creatures you control have hexproof. That's pretty sweet. Not her, though, so she doesn't get either of those. And she has a activated ability of one tap, untap another target creature, or land you control. Uh, she's pretty sweet. I like her. She, she's she's cool. versatile. I don't know as a monocolored commander, though. No, like green... It's if you can be, do a mono green like tap untap, but also need to be attacking to take advantage of her stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know about a mono green, but but just a cool card. It's a really cool card. I could see like finding decks and be like, oh, no, would be really good in this. Yeah, in this deck, Sarith. Like, um, well, yeah, she's just a generically good card, right? Like, yeah. that's not one that I'm gonna even go out of my way to like get or anything like that. But if you like opened one in a draft, I could see you like chucking it in your green deck and, and like it, like randomly being good i don't know i mean that that ability other untech creatures you control have hexproof, have hexproof like that's probably just good enough to protect your commanders like permanently yeah <laughs> it's true it's true yeah you could probably pop this into any green based commander deck and it just mm-hmm. might be pretty and good. you can like attack with your commander and then if they try to kill it you can untap it and then give it hex proof like give it hex proof yeah and then you, you can block with it tap it to untap another creature it gains death touch to it so it'll kill whatever it, whatever it does yeah it oh no other creature other type of creature I don't know how often you're going to use the land clause unless maze of it <laughs> double maze. Every, every, everything gets better with maze of it. You can just see all of a sudden especially. you're just like, Oh, that guy. <laughs> he has maze of it. <laughs> That's great. All right. But yeah, just a, That's just cool. a decent card. I, I don't, yeah. Let, let's the, not, the, this will command. be the card where I'll open it in a pack and then I'll throw it in a commander deck randomly. That's what I mean. That that's like if you if you bought pack. I, I was almost gonna say if you accidentally bought pack. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, what a nerd! <laughs> uh, sorry, I not I don't I endorse it. I endorse it. You can go buy packs. I, it's just it is the least cost effective way. But yeah, if you did buy packs or drafted and you ended up with a Sereth. Put it in a deck. Yeah, there there are so many rares that it's like, okay, I won a bunch of packs and prizes for my draft. Yeah, like you'll end up with one of these. I'll open one, and there's so many rares that are just like, this is useless. (laughs) I I wish it was another cool looking land uh, in my decks. Where this one, I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's fine, right? Yeah, you'll use them. You'll just like throw them in a green deck. You'll just be like, oh, I got a green deck. I want to try out Seref. And I think she'll be fine. Yeah, she heard that. It's true. That hexproof clause alone is. It's like a mini asceticism, which we yeah. know is like an insanely strong card. Exactly. Like that'll be good in and of itself. And then like gives randomly gives all your attacking creatures death touch might be relevant. Yeah. Can untap random things to give them. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just be good. Yeah. Just a just a decent card. All right. That's it. That's all we had. Uh, do you have a favorite among the bunch? What's your favorite? Ooh, that's a good point. I mean, it's hard not to go with slow gurk. Mm. Um Mm-hmm. man i you know i'm gonna go with rem carlonis 
Ooh, okay, the Boros one. I think I don't have a Boros deck yet, and this is making me go like, mm, ooh, yeah. See, yeah, I don't either, and I feel like many people don't, right? Because that yeah. that is a color combo that's traditionally like just like nah, it's we can't, we good. just yeah. we just can't. They have right. that precon one, and then, but which is like the same, like they need more because you have the precon. It's like, all right, are we all going to be running the freaking precon? They had yeah. feather that one time, which feather right. was a good deck, but like that is a good one. All feather decks are the same deck, like I was mentioning before, like. It's all one mana things it's that do something. All one mana. Card. That's it. That's all the deck is. It's just one mana cantrips. The whole deck. It's good deck, but that's all. The, I mean, it's you. Yeah, you is. could build feather differently, but the best way to do it is. But you're not going to. You're just going to build one mana cantrips. You're not. You're. You're really not. I would say, oh man, it for me it's between Gisa and um, uh, maybe Denik. I think Denik is going to be fascinating, and Slogurk, and obviously Slogurk. Slogurk is like. And then, and then, like my super dark horse might be Vadric. I think he could be cool. I don't think anyone's going to build him though, but I think he could be cool. It'd be, it. I think it'd be cool. Just like tracking day and night for a different reason than transforming is is neat to me. And then, and and the fact that he's just a spell slinger that he can reduce spells by a lot yeah. faster than I think Mizix could. Uh, well, I, I agree the first time, but the the thing about Mizzix is it's the spirits counters on you. Oh yeah, the experience so you don't have to stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't true, have to true, rebuild true, true. it. It's more, it's more resilient. It's more yeah. resilient. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Uh, Fair enough. And then, and then also Florian was sweet to me. Florian's cool, but yeah, but maybe I, not. Florian yeah, might I, be the most powerful. Florian might be the most powerful, but Florian also might just be like I might just throw it in the ninety nine of a red black deck too. Like yeah. Just to sit there. Oh, like, I'm probably gonna put Florian in my Vile Smasher deck just because. There you go. Yeah, it, it works perfectly in Vile Smasher. It's basically ah, a sort of. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's it's still good. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'll I'll go with Gisa then, just because she's obviously powerful. Oh <laughs> my on. gosh! Yeah. <laughs> is one of those cards that you play, and everyone's just like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, especially again, especially as in the '99. I feel like you'll play yeah. her in the '90. No one's going to be. Ex- I, 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 I I'll reiterate it again here, guys. Like, I wouldn't play her as a commander. I, I think it's just going to draw too much hate, and it's not going to work out. But if you throw her in the '99, you're going to play her out one time, and it's going to be straight busted. Yeah, <laughs> it's really gonna just like it's going to screw with the game so hard, and it'll be ama- It'll feel amazing. Is it'd be yeah. really good in that you had like a mono black deck? I forget what the commander was, but it's like whenever something becomes the target of a spell, like destroy it or something. Oh, Hirobi. Yeah, yeah, I still have that. Yeah, Hirobi. It'd be good in Hirobi. Be great in Hirobi. Yeah. I, so I, I think I'll say her as just my favorite of the legendaries. As a commander, I'll say, I'll say Sloger. Yeah, Sloger. I think Sloger. It's all so sweet. his name is Sloger. The over, the over slime. slime. He's the over slime. Like guys, man. like game over. He's the over slime. He Bow the... the hell down. He's the over slime. And his also, picture is he's eating a ship. And his his uh, midnight picture is even better. It's even more clear Ooh. that he's eating the ship in black and white. Oh yeah, oh it my looks God. way better, dude. Yeah, the, get him in black and white, guys. It's the same price. I can't believe it. Like, so it's thirty four cents right now for the regular, forty two cents for the showcase. In whoa, black I'm white. not made of money, Mr. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. So get slow. I'm thinking I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, in the in the showcase frame, just because I want one. 
I might eventually build in. Um, but yeah, that him holding the ship in the black and white frame. It looks yeah. like, like Peter Pan's ship, right? Like in the moon. <laughs> yeah, like, like oh my god, it looks so good. Slogan in the in the showcase flame uh, frame looks amazing. That's awesome. I love their black and white frames. That that, that was sweet. It was a sweet call for for their showcase. Yeah, frames. love it. All right, we made it through that. Uh, the the legendaries. Well, we will get back to the set uh, as a set to talk about some cards that you should start playing in Commander. We'll maybe yeah. call our underrated series. I, I usually like those. You know, like maybe we'll just focus on like all the cards you should be playing, guys. Yeah, we'll do like we'll do like Card the most powerful. Play. Yeah, yeah, we'll do like the most powerful because they're they're the obvious ones, right? It's just like here's the cards you have to like pay attention to. And then we'll give you guys a bunch of underrated cards. We'll just like be like, guys, these are the cards you should look at. Again. There are, there's one card which is just an auto staple. Mm. Just like uh, a, there is just to. I'm not going to tell you what it is now. You're going to have to listen. Yeah, to the next but one. yeah. But there is one hint. card that it's going to be like this. You will replace the the next best thing with this card in all your commander decks. Um, I'm, I'm switching our because we did have a different topic assessment which we will just continue to push back <laughs> we are sorry guys we will talk about threat assessment because we need you guys to understand com- commander games are all about threat assessment if you want to win games well you better understand who is about to kill you <laughs> if you don't understand that you're gonna lose you know that's just how it works if you tap out and someone's gonna have their turn you might die just know that okay you probably will uh but we're gonna switch it up next podcast what are we gonna talk about next podcast character creation series we're back Art. to it baby we haven't done a dnd session a while i know we did last last right um we're doing bard the, hey which is the character class that our own mr brett has been playing and the campaign that just finished up uh, we'll, we'll talk about that we'll talk when about we get there, there. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely have a full story we'll have a wrap up we'll have a quick with that character creation yeah we'll have a quick wrap-up of uh of our campaign yeah but we have a resident expert bar i yeah i've i certainly have actually experienced a lot of the base game bard Uh, when we go into the character creation series we like to talk about all of these supplemental products of 5e that go into the bard and man when i've done the research because i've already have of course boy base game bard seems like crap compared to what they've done yeah. to it like and we'll, it kind we'll, of we'll, is we'll, we'll go we'll over it in the yeah we'll get there uh what about the next time uh we get to a magic series then i think we're yeah we're gonna dive into the regular set these are gonna be like commander cards you should be playing yeah yeah we'll get into all our underrated cards of midnight hunt we'll, we'll get a full set a full set review of midnight Hunt because funny enough by the time we get to that I feel like Crimson Vow will already be like. It'll already be out. Yeah, I will. It will. It's seriously, it seriously will. Like, yeah, because oh, yeah. we'll see that before Christmas. So it'll be probably uh, in previews by the time we do that set. So, which means by the next time, like after that podcast, the next magic one will be Crimson Vow already. Right. So, like, every time we do a magic, like, podcast now it's just automatically going to be reviewing new cards like yeah. we don't even have time that's why threat assessment is going to keep getting pushed off we, just, we don't back, yeah. yeah we don't have time to talk about a magic topic that's not hey new cards are here let's talk about them we just we don't have time um but in the meanwhile uh keep an eye out on uh i know we've been doing releasing on saturdays but uh we might be changing up our release schedule 
this one probably will this one probably will come out this saturday uh yeah mainly we uh, again don't be surprised if it takes us two weeks to come out with an episode now i'm very busy human being (laughs) um uh and and so it's nice when we have both of us to be here uh for this podcast it feels weird to not do it with both of us so right. you know i i don't you know may there's possibility i could reach out to maybe take on guests uh and and even if i'm unavailable and eric is available he could just host it because he knows how to do at least yeah, this portion of it yeah um this is the easy part recording at least and, and get guests on to help him out uh doing some episodes so yeah we'll we're gonna we'll play, play around with it. With it. Yeah, around exactly, with it. exactly. Just the format might be, might might change up, but we'll we'll get there. We'll get some episodes out because we. I love doing this, man. Yeah, it's so, awesome. The party, the party's back. The party's on. Party's hey, let's on. Go, let's go get back to the party. Yeah, yeah we're gonna go get partying, guys. We got Slogurk back there. We got Slogurk back there. We got old Stick Fingers is doing old something. Old Stick Fingers, he's, he's crazy. Doing, he's doing he's something. crazy. I don't know what he's doing back there. Uh, and all you listeners out there, party on! Party on!